0: what's going on team coach co here it is cardboard collectibles i like Cardboard. it's absolutely not cardboard collectibles it, butchered it Cardboard. <laughs> coaches. you know i got thrown off by my name and then the cardboard coaches
1: are you watching some other podcast and not telling us about it? Or uh, say that I am card some sports card investor podcast.
0: Ooh, I was a are the
1: cardboard coaches. I'm the cartel. That's coach. Co. I'll
0: get it right next time. I promise.
1: And uh, we're going to, we're going to like uh, shoot the breeze as they say, without with, with, while being PG, we're going to shoot the breeze today. Yeah. There's a lot of fun and interesting stuff going on uh, in the world of the card community and social media. There's Fake Slabs making the rounds and a lot of new products coming out.
0: Let's talk a little bit about Fake Slabs. So as someone who, first of all, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, recently, and I say recently as in two days ago, uh, there was a picture floating around Instagram and I don't know what other social media platforms of a BGS, so a Beckett Grading Service uh, slab. was 9.5. It was a LeBron? Yes, maybe?
1: It was a LeBron. Yeah, it was a LeBron prism.
0: And uh, it had the exact same serial number as the exact same card. So basically what happened is someone duplicated and forged a BGS slab. So, I mean, as someone who... has a lot of BGS slabs. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I've been using uh, BGS a long time. Um, (laughs) I trade in a lot of BGS cards. Um, This is not about BGS. This is about the entire hobby and the community. And this is really bad. I'm not going to mince words here. This is really terrible. And it's in line with everything that's been going on. As a hobby gets more mainstream, as the numbers go up, the money goes up, you're in a situation where it's going to attract problems. And, uh, you know, we, we can already point to a few difficulties now in the hobby, beginning with the fact that retail is so difficult to obtain now because people sit around waiting for stuff. Now I'm coming to you live and direct from quarantine, and I'm just back from the States. And, uh, it's, you know, uh, I, I looked around, I visited some Walmarts and Targets. Uh, when it comes to that sort of stuff, I'm first and foremost a collector and I like to open product. And obviously it's much more cost effective to open blasters and hangers and things like that that you can get at retail stores. Uh, a lot of people, by the way, say uh, that they don't like resellers and flippers because uh, it's for the kids. I don't know, Brendan, when you were younger, I don't know if you were buying you know, blasters that were 20 to 30 US dollars Yes, it, it's for some kids and for some age groups, but it's it's for the hobby. Let's keep it simple. It's for the hobby, and everyone kind of suffers when you can't find product. Uh, then, of course, you get all sorts of scammers that are just you know your plain old scammers that don't send product. Or in my cases, I experienced this past week along with several others. There was a young Google's
0: man going there. Let's
1: talk. Decided to take all his PayPal money back. Um, so these are things that happen, um, and they're going to happen more. Uh, as the hobby is more in the mainstream, but this is a disaster. The the slab situation. Look, they make fake electronics. They make fake jerseys. They make fake shoes. Of course they're going to get in on the slab game. And I I honestly, like they look pretty good. I was Uh, like, what the hell, man? I've only seen pictures. i I've not obviously held a fake in my hand. The vast majority, 99% of my slabs that I have in hand, I actually graded myself. So I know these are real but there are two things now that we're coming to learn that are very clear. Um, and I'm not even gonna get on the, the whole issue of the font on the label because I, I feel that's pretty tough still. Yeah. Uh, when you look at a VGS label, I am using a visual cue here if you're listening on Spotify, I'm trying to show a label here. Um, there are crimps, there are visible crimps that you see on the label. You don't even have to grab a magnifying glass or anything like that. And I'm being told that the fakes are much sharper Uh, However, they're produced is different, clearly, than the way Beckett kind of pops them off, probably crimping them. And the second thing that we're hearing is at the very bottom of the slab in the plastic, there's a patent number of the BGS patent for the case. And there is a period on the correct real case. And there's no period after PAT for patent on the fake ones. And it's funny, someone brought that up this morning. Uh, We're speaking on a Sunday. And that just means they're going to correct it. whoever's doing this is going to
0: correct it it's so minor that it's like if that's one thing that's stopping them from making more money they're going to find a way to do it yeah they'll correct that
1: uh now let's also be clear here before everyone goes running to their cards and checking out their pc and and checking out minor cards uh they're generally going to be doing this with really high-end cards you know because that's that you know they're not going to be doing this with base rookie cards they're going to be doing this for very high end cards. The, the one that we looked at today, that was a, uh, a prism, some sort of prism parallel Luca. So we're talking big money. So that's where you need to be concerned. I don't participate in that high end market very much sometimes in hockey, but yeah, if you, if you participate in that market and you're spending big money, that's where you've got to be really concerned. Yeah. Um, and for all we know, there may already be fake PSA slabs out there. I'm not saying that there are, but for all we know, there could be, Yeah. um, technology, uh, 3D printing. I mean, this this was gonna happen. And yeah, obviously for new collectors, that's gotta be a scary thing as well. Um, you've heard that BGS famously has replied by saying, purchase wisely or something like that. They kind of dismissed it. That was their one answer in a tweet was buy wisely. They said that they're aware of this. They're working on into it.
0: That was the one I saw. But like yeah. buy wisely. Come yeah,
1: on. Yeah, there was a bit of a kind of a flippant buy wisely, and it's like, oh, you know that that doesn't really help uh, the average no. Um, I'll tell you this. Like, obviously, this is kind of a hard thing to say to someone new because you're kind of getting into it. But uh, you gotta deal with people who have proven track records. Um, I I take this really seriously myself. I would feel very much responsible if I moved any sort of uh, damaged or fake product to someone, it will come back to me one way or the other. Yeah. So I, I have a group of people, you know, uh, the people I trust on eBay, uh, the people I trust on social media, you, ju- you generally want to deal with people that have good track records that think about these things and keep an eye on these things. Yeah. If Someone you've never spoken to before is suddenly offering you a very high end card, uh, for a low price. If anything seems suspicious, I I I mentioned this on a on an account. I guess we can give shout outs to accounts here. Yeah, they might as well. I believe it's uh and, and but I'm really bad at just remembering Me. things. But I think it's Nick Suzuki Collector or Nick Suzuki Cards as a collector on on Instagram. And they are very proactive and just putting up posts about avoiding scammers. And in one of their posts, I mentioned trust your gut. And it got pinned up because that's something that you really need to do. Trust your gut on any deal if something doesn't seem right what do you have to lose by moving on unless you're dealing with some sort of of one-of-one card yeah um what do you have to to lose by moving on to someone else and taking a look somewhere else if you don't have a good feeling about the deal
0: yeah i have never bought to my knowledge a fake slab but i have definitely i mean in the last two weeks been scanned like and it, what happens is, I mean, you're super desperate to get the, get a card and you don't want to be paying premium prices. And for me, it was a Killian Mbappe. And for those of you who don't know soccer, uh, he has a 2018 uh, World Cup rookie that popped off probably four or five months ago it, it went as high a psa 10 went as high as like 1100 1200
1: really popped off yeah
0: and i mean as such now it's like probably down to like 550 600 but like a base of the ungraded raw is still going for like 250 and like 250 with like a, you're grinding for that bit like you're waiting until two o'clock in the morning with like one minute left in the queue, and you have your bid, and you you make sure that it's like fifty bucks, if not seventy bucks, higher than whatever it started at with one minute to go, because the only way you're winning that is under those circumstances. So a yeah. guy offered it to me for I think it was one fifty, and uh, I Pretty was well. like, I was like okay, like maybe the person needs cash, and then he told me the story about how you know he does need cash and he's trying to pay his his bills. Uh, he's like a student. And I bought in and uh, you know, I, the minute I did it, I was like, you know, you definitely fucked this up. Like you fucked this up.
1: (laughs) So you knew right away.
0: But It was a learning experience. And
1: did you ever, did you ever receive the card or what happened?
0: No, no.
1: And he received the the card. This was a personal deal done. You sent, I'm assuming you sent friends and family.
0: PayPal, friends and family. So if there's Mm -hmm. one way to make sure that you do not get scammed people is do not do friends and family unless they are friends or family. So if it's. And I'm going
1: to get back to the friends and family in a second. Yeah, Cause yeah. that's actually, we're going to touch on that Yeah, because that's not the be all end all when it comes no, to sure. being protected as you know. a seller. In, in this case, you were the buyer. Yeah,
0: um,
1: That sucks. Uh, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, here's the funny thing. People that scam you also know these days, people are busy, like you're a busy guy. And I believe the last thing you want to do is to have to get wrapped up in this. But you do have options. There is a page sports card scammers of IG um, that this guy's great. He helps a lot of people out. He puts people on blast. He gets information out there. So I'm sure you have this person's information. You at least have their email or whatever their screen name is. I mean, I was Put gonna them on blast, Get them out there. All their work. I mean, you could do it right now if you want to. I mean, I geez. Like,
0: I'm not- I'm going to call this guy's work. Like I'm going to find out where he works.
1: That's funny. It, and here's the thing, it elicits a lot of intense personal feelings and and it sucks because not only is a scammer taking your money, they're taking your, uh, your mental health because you're now devoting much stress. You are one of the most positive, great people. I know you help people, anyone who's spending most of their time helping people like you are. And it, you know, pains me to know that you're now going to be a little distracted, uh, by being angry. And I think you spend most of your time not wanting to be angry
0: do my power that, to try to just be level man. just be
1: there you go but it's it's hard not to take it personally when someone has has warmed their way into your life and and ripped you off so in my case it was someone who two months later charged back on a friends and family um so i try to use paypal as responsibly as possible i've been with them for many years i believe i'm a great customer um but you know in only on a small transaction and in some cases would i kind of go this route i don't think many of us are supposed to be talking about it too much but again it's not something i'm usually doing i'm usually selling on ebay where there's on the up and up goods and services doing it the way you're supposed to do it but as i've now discovered is is that if someone is sending a payment by a friends and family that is from a source outside of their paypal balance such as a credit card they can actually go to the credit card company and charge it back by making a claim that it wasn't authorized. Um, And there's nothing PayPal can do about it and there's nothing you can do about it. And I didn't know about that. So I'm very aware of kind of the entire system now. Here I am 20 years later, I've learned something. Crazy, And uh, yeah, um, that's being dealt with. Uh, I'll tell you what broke my heart. I I didn't lose a lot of money in this situation. There was another gentleman who lost $300, that sucks. But there was a young kid who in the group chat of the people who had been scammed by this individual, uh, whose information is now out there. I don't need to continue this by putting it on YouTube. Yeah. This person, I mean, you know, you Google, you can actually see someone's house these days. Like it's a little hard to stay private. I don't know why anyone would think uh, that their life would be affected. But there was a young young, uh, young, guy, I'm assuming he's a kid, and he said his collection was, you know, uh, completely destroyed now and he lost his best card. And when I asked him about it, he mentioned it was an Evgeny Kuznetsov young gun card. And that might not be worth much to many people, or they might think, "Oh, big deal." But for a young kid, maybe that was his best card, and it
0: broke my a heart. Player or something, you know what I mean? Like, he was a big player
1: too, and maybe, yeah, maybe it's his favorite player. Maybe he loves the Capitals. Doesn't matter. Maybe he just this was a card that was worth more than any other card in his collection. Yeah. It broke my heart to hear that, and um, that was the worst. That was the worst part of it. Uh, apparently, it's being dealt with. Who knows? But again, it's 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 an unfortunate part of the hobby. Um, it's why a lot, you know, a lot of the times, man, I'm just like, I keep my business on eBay. It's, it's safer both ways. If I um, had
0: 5,000 plus transactions, I would too.
1: Right. There you go. Right. Um, that's true. Cause, cause eBay can be difficult for it. I'm telling you, there's a lot it's so of obstacles it's a Battle
0: the page, man. Like I, I post things and I find like nobody views them and they're good things. Like I'm like, I posted like Tati's rookies that just don't get the the respect they deserve because like I'm pushed down the total pole and understandably. So, but like, yeah. well, I'm now teetering this line where like I post something that's really exclusive. So like something like that, uh, Brandon Lowe allow uh PSA 10 auto. Wow. You're like, <laughs> there's probably like six of them on, on eBay. You know, right. I
1: mean? Yeah, no, They're, for I sure. Not it's not
0: really good. desired right now. Or I post something super desired and get like washed out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, sure. I, yeah. I've i been trying to find a magic formula for eBay eBay sales and I just haven't found it yet.
1: It, it boils down to, it is a lot of hard work. I, I know some of these accounts where they are basically um, doing extremely well uh, online on, on social media because they've built up kind of a base. It's the same thing, for example, for breakers. Um, I'm having a lot of trouble. Uh, filling my first major break. And it's actually like, I, I've I've looked into it. My pricing is great. The product is great. Ooh, your pricing is um,
0: fantastic.
1: But I'm not known for breaking and there's plenty of people who are. So I get it. I'm not uh, upset about it. If it doesn't work out, I'm, I'm in a situation where I'm just going to move that box on eBay, which isn't very fun. It's just like, here's your box in plastic. I'd much rather open it uh and let people get a shot at it because not everyone can afford a nine hundred dollar box but yeah it's a it's a prism like break up
0: with the people who buy it you know what I mean Absolutely. like you know yeah. exactly how people feel when they open the box that's awesome dude
1: yeah no I uh there's nothing better I did like a small break uh for someone pulled a PC card for them that that stuff's great and then I, I get super excited. Yeah. but you, you kind of have to that's not what I'm known for. I'm known for eBay sales. I'm known for hockey uh, and here I am trying to dabble in some other sports and and breaks, and I am gonna have to work my way through that. Yeah. So it 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 involves a lot of work, man. And you know, uh, everyone not everyone's doing this as a full time thing. It's usually a side thing or or a hobby. Um, so it's hard. Yeah. You gotta you gotta put in the work to kind of be able to do things off eBay. Yeah. So
0: I'm working so this on it, is, man. This uh, is true. Yeah. I posted a uh, a short print uh Kershaw that's somehow getting hits right now. 2020 update. I did yep. it last week and uh I he's like, you know what? I saw this as a short print. I'm like, let me just post it. I know that they just won the World Series and uh, it's sitting at seven dollars for short print. So I'm pretty happy about that. Maybe that's yep. what breaks the front high for
1: like a, a veteran short print. Yeah. Um and then speaking of that, since Kershaw is on the Dodgers, um you know, you and I, I think we've both been buying Will Smith because I think that he's got a bright future ahead. He's done so much in so little time. He hasn't played anywhere near a full season. No. Uh, but the thing with uh, the the thing with the Dodgers, we didn't see a big bump for the Lightning. We didn't see a big bump for the Dodgers. Uh, I'm not sure if we saw... Uh, a big bump, uh, in the NBA for, uh, for LeBron and and company. I
0: think it actually dipped like right after they won. Yeah.
1: I mean, that kind of says something about the hobby right now, I guess, because, uh, we're, I think we're more interested in individual play home runs, uh, you know, the individual performance. It, It didn't always used to be that way, but it's interesting. That is something we should be paying attention to.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that, uh, you know, the, the way that we look at when so we see big bumps before a season in terms of fe- speculation, we see big bumps when a player has a hot run and you have to be aware of that because these bumps are crazy. And if they start to slow down, for example, in the cases of Lou Bob last year, yeah. um, the, the market responds very actively in that sense. So volatile, man. it's extremely, that's, that's the main point yeah. is it's yeah. extremely volatile. Um, but getting back to what we were talking about with uh, uh, scamming and, and the dangers of buying, you and I went through some stuff recently. Based on our last podcast, actually, I went out there and I'm like, you know I'm going to buy a bunch of raw chrome from outside sources. We were talking about where to buy install cards. Yeah. And we were talking where to source them. You can source them from sealed product. Uh, by the way, that's been a problem lately. You and I both cracked some tops update. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't hear back from you. You were happy to get your gold to Rosa Reyna. Congratulations. Woo-hoo! 2020 but uh the main thing i was noticing was the poor cuts and very difficult to pull cards that i'd want to send in for grading um and then we talked about buying on ebay and the risks there and i, I bought about 10 chrome cards and yeah about one of them are going to go off for grading so many scratches uh, on these cards so uh that that is adding another kind of layer of difficulty uh and again you can't buy expecting that that you're going to grade the card or it's going to be gem mint. But I do expect that it's going to be a near mint to mint card unless otherwise mentioned. And I'm getting some seriously scratched up cards. You did as well.
0: I was, I just posted a reel on Instagram about did, yeah. all how miserable I was. Like, uh, why you gotta lie? And it is like a that bunch of- said, uh, <laughs> it was a Yes, bunch there's your Tatis. Cards I bought, like this beautiful Tatis, with massive like surface scratches on them or scuffs that are like completely and utterly irreversible i mean the card is still worth a considerable amount and like obviously if i sit on it for two three four five ten years and tattoos end up becoming like the the face of baseball someone's gonna want this card someone will already do the problem is I can't grade it and I take great pride in grading and, and like keeping them as a collection piece. And it's just not quite the same when every time I look at my card, I see this damn scratch. When and again, that
1: that may be courtesy of tops right out, right out the pack. It may be courtesy of poor handling. Uh, uh, I'll tell you this. It's mostly, it's mostly tops. It's uh, unless someone is out there, uh, you know, tossing their, their card into their, uh, the their, their, Rats came some sort. It's an air fryer. It's, yeah, or like I like to say, like, a lot of these cards, they look like rats are nibbling on them or something. Uh, but, um, yeah, that that's mostly out of the pack. And uh, that being said, I'm actually strategically buying now because of uh, products and their varying degrees of difficulty. So I'll give you an example. Um, obviously, Lubob is still someone that people are going to be buying in the off-season. In fact, I bet you, volume-wise... You will see the most activity on Lubob and uh, Dominguez. Do you, do you agree? Unless you can think of some other prospects? I
0: think Lubob for sure. I think Lubob what's happening is because there's a a lot of new collectors and Lubob happens to be the prospect this year. Kind of a face. I find that a lot of new collectors who are just in the flipping game are dumping and uh, they're dumping him for, you know, whatever Pokemon cards, NFL cards now. They, they're dumping him for future basketball, um, and uh, what's happening is, is is prices have basically dropped. And like, there people are giving away Lubob rookies, and I'm like, what is going on here? Because this guy is a monster. He's yeah, well, maybe level. giving away
1: raw or lower end Lubobs. but I do see you know there's there's still a maintenance of value on some of his nicer stuff. I'll tell you what I'm going after, and again, this I'm staying in my lane. I, I I'm not going for these really high end autographs. Um, so his base rookie, I've analyzed a bunch of them. Uh, I didn't buy a lot of series two, so I I don't have the personal kind of connection as I do with series one. I I can tell you everything in and out about that, that set and the grading involved in it. I just got my, my, uh, big first submission, our submission that's sitting around in in the PSA warehouse has the most amount, but I, I have a really good grip on the grading situation with series one. With series two, I I got my hands on some raw lubobs. And I I mean, I just, it's devastating. The cutting is devastating. And uh, so, therefore, you're going to see a lot less lubob PSA 10 basis. Now, I've noticed right now they're selling for around 125 to 140 US. I'm trying to get in under 100 US. That's becoming more and more difficult. Uh, You know, some quick eBay tips here if it's an off time, uh, I'll give you an example. If someone's ending an auction at Saturday on, on a Saturday or Sunday morning, terrible time to end an auction. Yeah, You're probably going to get it for lower because yeah. uh, there won't be as many eyes on it. Uh, I did manage to get a couple under 100 U.S., and I'm buying. Um, those Lou Bobs are going to be very difficult to find in that condition. So sometimes it's just beyond um, is this player – obviously you want the player to succeed or nothing's going to happen. But you also want to pick and choose based on condition sensitivity. 2019-20 Upper Deck Hockey has a lot of damage to the top edge, and this is consistent through Series One and Series Two. Uh, there was a picture on Instagram going around of a Capo Caco that looked like an eight to any normal human being, and it was case to ten. So clearly, they're giving some consideration to the fact that there are these factory, you know, consistent errors. Or but that they the they idea is
0: about hockey.
1: Yeah, and, and well, I mean, a lot of people bought a lot of 19. 19-
0: You you muted yourself just now, sir. Sorry, I'm getting a call.
1: I don't know how that just affected everything. You
0: just got super excited and muted yourself.
1: There we go. All right. So that being said, I'm totally thrown off here now because I'm worried that this person's going to call again. Capo caco. So 1920, a lot of people bought a lot of it. They noticed this damage. And then a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to grade it. Um, But now they're finding if it's not too bad, I'll grade it and it could still come back at 10. But again, regardless of all that, Go and look for the PSA 10s and buy them, knowing that they're going to be better, um, harder to source than PSA 10s from, just as an example, 1617. The Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, Patrick Line, a year, which is a much easier grade, in my opinion. Um, so go out and pay that. Uh, I already noticed the prices are really high, anyways, for for cards like Quinn Hughes. Jack is on the up.
0: Transition perfectly. Keep talking.
1: Oh, we're going to pull out some sort of Hughes card or something. But that that's that's coming up right now. Jack Hughes, people are kind of anticipating a better season for him and for the Devils. Um, but we're kind of all over the place here. But again, condition sensitivity is something I'm really keeping an eye on now. Um, when it comes to purchasing pre graded cards.
0: What do you got? Tuesday was my anniversary, and obviously my girlfriend bought me a gift. And congratulations, young man. Appreciate it. She bought me the best thing anyone could buy me. She bought me cards. So she, she went to a store and she was like, I'm going to buy him hockey because I've been talking about the hockey season. And um, obviously also because you just can't buy soccer cards anywhere and they're way too expensive. But uh, so she comes back with these, like this rookies set from upper deck and I opened the pack and it, she bought two of them actually. And in the pack, came every single big name rookie from 2019, 2020. Okay? okay. And like, I, it's like Quinn Hughes over here. There's like a Kale McCarr here. It straight up says rookies. It's an upper deck product. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a rookie box set. Is it a set? It's a yeah. box set. Yes. Boxer. My question to you is, number one, I thought I, I, I have struck gold there. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how this set even exists because I feel like, and this is, I mean, you can completely shit on me for this one, but I feel like moving forward, if the young gun, let's say Quinn Hughes gets to like 115, 120, whatever, like whatever the price is, I don't know what it's at like sixty five, seventy raw right now, right? For PSA 10,
1: it's trading in the 200 to 250 USD range. Very
0: big. The raw is like a, uh, it's like, like $75, $80. Yes, correct. So I'm like, if that gets too high, does now this box set card go from, I paid $20 for the box of all of them and it came with 20 cards in them. Would it not be unreasonable to think that this card, I mean, it's a pretty good looking card too. And it it has lettering as like a young guns. Would, would it not be possible that this card gets up to like 20 bucks?
1: So it's a, it's, it's a great looking card and it will be desirable. Anything with Quinn on it will be desirable, but just remember every year upper deck does release a lot of uh, a lot of sort of um, it's highly printed mainstream product. That is kind of like when people talk about kids having access to stuff, they'll have the best access to this stuff. Cause it's not blind which is to say, you know, packs are blind and that sort of thing. And so they carry that extra value due to the blindness. You never know what you're going to get. These tell you exactly what you're going to get. Correct me if I'm wrong in this set. Did they claim that there's like some of the sets might have an autograph or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. They usually give you a small incentive, but the reality is that's a crazy incentive. It's like one in a million, but, um, they're reasonably priced and they're accessible and they do it every year. They do the rookies. They do uh, hobby promos at the stores. Uh, Draft Day Gems was a nice one that they, they did a couple years ago that had a Quinn that predated his rookie. And those will always be in demand. They they won't fetch huge dollars, but if you grade them, you're going to enhance the value for sure. I saw um, Jack
0: Hughes sell for $12.
1: From that set? Yes. Well, then Quinn should sell for more than Jack. Uh, but that being said, yeah, I mean – Look, if Quinn has a great career, uh, obviously, look, it's the Crosby effect. Not everyone can afford the expensive Crosby's. Yeah. So you will see MVP and some of his lower-end material. Um, we're kind of segueing here into what what I call non-traditional cards. Beautiful. So here's one that I've got my eye on. I'd say I'm letting the cat out of the bag, but people have already been talking about this. This Crosby uh, looks a lot like Young the 200506 upper-deck rookie, doesn't it? Yeah, not a fake card. I didn't make it in my lab. I thought it was. I pulled this from a toy. It was a Zamboni toy that was released in 2005. That includes this card. Uh, It's I think it's a stunning card because it's very evocative of the rookie card. And it says 0506 on the back, which it is. This is a rookie card. It's a non traditional rookie card. Um, I think it's undervalued because you can get the Zamboni for about 15, 20 bucks. Grading is going to be a pain in the ass because this is shoved into a, a plastic clamshell. And this is actually probably my best one, which I would think is an eight or a seven. The other ones look like they've just been like literally folded into a fan. So uh, this is, a look, even the back looks like an 05, 06. Rookie I thought
0: it was. I thought you were going to show yeah, me. Yeah, I tripped you. good.
1: And uh, I think this card should be worth closer to 50 bucks in my opinion. And I think more more eyes will be on this card. It's called 0506. And on the front, it says Upper Deck Collectibles. It's about a half inch shorter than a regular card. Um, I will just grab a random card here. This is a baseball card. And I don't know if you can see that it is shorter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. By a yeah. half an inch. Yeah.
1: Um, I love this stuff. It's what we call oddball cards. And yours would also probably fit into that category, those rookie cards. I want to show you another one I got while I was in the States. Uh, this is a Jordan Alvarez rookie card with the Tops rookie card logo from a product called Utz Chips. I might be mispronouncing. It could be Oots, Utz Chips. It's regional in America. And they had three cards per pack that you'd get in a bag of chips. Uh, I'm happy to report I didn't eat the chips. My girlfriend did. Uh, which is not to say the cartel does not eat a lot of chips. Because yeah. we do. but I just want to put it out there. She did not save any of the chips for me.
0: I'm more of a sweets guy than a chips, to be honest, like any salty. Oh, I know
1: you like those Craig's cookies, buddy. Uh, I'm happy to uh, advertise Craig's cookies. So do I. Um, So these are great. Uh, Again, speaking of condition sensitivity, a PSA 10 trout from this set regularly sells for 120 US dollars. How's that for a bonus when you're having sour cream and onion potato chips? Uh, The reason why You just touch that bottom. If you literally touch the bottom edge, color falls off, as I learned. So, uh, for example, like a Jordan Alvarez rookie or there's a Tatis SP in the set. um, These are really good cards to buy pre graded because you ain't going to grade them yourself because they're so uh, condition sensitive. And uh, finally, going back to hockey, Brendan, just staying on the oddball stuff. The first ever Seattle Kraken card which features the space needle with a Kraken flag on it was released by upper deck e-pack. So the way that that works, I'm really going to bore some people here, but maybe this is interesting information.
0: I think it's pretty cool. I've never heard of this.
1: Upper deck e-pack allows you to buy virtual packs. Uh, I'll tell you something that to me is super sketchy. It's, it's like going on party poker I can't uh, do- and assuming that everything's kosher.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I've done e-pack a few times. I got some nice stuff out of e-pack. How much uh, I pulled this cool MVP out of 99 which was a Easter egg from series yes. 2 fetch Nick Suzuki and um, and a couple other good cards but uh, so what happens is every day there's a different game dated moment promo. It's kind of like tops now where they feature something that just happened in hockey so like Stanley Cup champions, trophy winners and of course when the Kraken were announced, they released this card they're generally about three four bucks. You can buy as many as you want, as long as you have an account. And then you have to wait a few weeks for them to actually make the card. And then they mail them out. And I'm gonna grade a bunch of these because I think it's an important historic card. It's the first ever Kraken card. They're going for about $10 raw now. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting oddball in this hobby when it comes to the online offerings of companies like Upper Deck, um, that really crappy company called Tops. And uh, there are some interesting. Uh, Brendan, I'm going to. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, follow uh, follow you along here on my video. I just need to get my charger because, <laughs> of course, I was not prepared. The cartel's not always often prepared.
0: Cool, for sure.
1: So I'm just grabbing my portable charger.
0: Um, I was actually just going to mention that uh, recently I've been buying a lot of tops now because. What happens with, like, soccer rookies, and I guess, like, we can – I'll just jump in really really quickly because I do love talking about soccer cards. Yep. I'm going to uh, ascend into the darkness here for a moment, so Mm -hmm. just go ahead. What happens with soccer rookies is basically they have, like, a prism rookie, as with basketball. There's no rookie card logo on it. Yeah, I noticed there's no rookie logos. No rookie logos. Or they have a select – like basketball and that's usually on the odd. So the prisms are usually only for a world cup and the Euro cup is featured on the selects. Anything in between falls, gets pushed onto one of those selects or one of those zeros. So you have a lot of players with like their first, uh, their first prism card. And that's like the most traded card. Um, you have, there's so many different variations, but the reason why I'm mentioning this at all, and we can talk maybe about this further moving forward, but it's way too much to talk about right now in the middle of the segment, but tops now cards are guaranteed moments. They are short printed and they will state the date on them. So if I have see a player that I like, who's a rookie, I can grab one of those tops now cards while he's a rookie. And it's dated and everything. So like moving forward in 5, 10, 15 years, they know exactly what happened on what day and where this card stands versus having to look up, is this an a, a in-between card? Is this, a, is this the first prism? Like, obviously, I don't get the bump from things like that but I do get number one, the short print value. So, I mean, there's only like 1100 and something of them made, I think.
1: Yeah. I I guess they print it to order, right? They only print how many are ordered. They end up being very short print runs, especially considering how many they make of the mainstream product.
0: Yeah. And so so I, uh, that's kind of where I've been at with, with to Tops now, I think it's a great company or I think it's a great product. (laughs) Careful now. It's a good, it's it's a great product. product. It's It's a great idea they seem to be
1: executing it. Well, I think the tops now, Randy, uh, you know, you and I love Randy Rosarena uh, is on the way. It has a rookie card logo on it. It commemorates, uh, you know, a, a very fun and enjoyable world series. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I love the throwback Thursday concept. I just kind of want to, you know, cause they use designs from old oddball non-sports and hockey. Like you can have the hockey designs from the seventies and eighties and have a baseball player. Super cool idea. Just again, just want to remind you, terrible company. Um, so at the end of the day, yeah, like there, there's a lot of cool online stuff going on. I think that's like brilliant. I think some a lot of it does kind of retain its value. Yeah, um, I think there's some Acuna products from 2018 that are worth chasing that they made that way exclusively. Um, yeah, so less said about tops, the better. Uh, they just announced they're doing a Steve Aoki crossover.
0: I saw that. Um, you know. He's a diehard um, collector, man. Yeah,
1: it's, it's great. Collector. And everything. I, just had, I just had the thought today. I, I don't know how fun it is uh, watching the ultra wealthy pull uh, huge cards. Uh, you know, they have every right to do it. I just I, I don't know how into it I am. Of course, it helps the hobby and that sort of thing. But they inevitably get right involved with tops and create some sort of product. And, and it rubs me the wrong way. If they're just collectors enjoying it,
0: smaller Gary V. if you're just enjoying
1: it, contributing it, that that's fine. But now you're like kind of joining the evil empire. And anyways, uh, uh, as, as if I haven't made it clear enough how I feel about tops. Um, anyhow, uh, I think uh, I think. Oh, uh, before we transition into fitness, yeah, uh, uh, Brendan, as we often do. Uh, I just wanted to remind people, there's a lot of great Instagram accounts out there. Uh, Obviously, that break a lot of this news that we discussed at the top uh, at the beginning of the hour. We talked about the BGS Slab situation. Uh, Lameen James on Instagram. Everyone should be following this guy, not just because it's going to be super funny, uh, because he actually breaks legitimate news and it it becomes a central point for people to gather and discuss that um, because he has a lot of followers and because it's funny as hell. And uh, he he kind of gives you the news in a way that you can at least laugh first before you get outraged. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to the slabs. I laughed at the situation and the way he presented it. And then when I put my phone down, I'm like, holy, sh- this is a bad situation for the hobby that I hope we can pull through, that I hope Beckett can pull through. Uh, because this is how a company goes down. I know, my, that's and, what
0: I was thinking,
1: but... You know, I, I hope they can pull through that. Uh, I, really I don't, don't want to see... Them. My BGS cards come into question or lose their value. We should all be concerned. This is a huge thing. Listen, the trimming scandals with involving PWCC, involving Probstine and all these other <laughs> individual sellers, it's you have to keep on top of that. And at the end of the day, I don't think anything happens, by the way. Name um,
0: drop, everybody's a hostage. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and, and I just, I doubt we'll see anything come of it. So yeah. it really is that situation where guys, Equip yourselves individually, fight for yourselves and be careful out there. I, I, I'm basically saying what Beckett said buy wisely, but I'm trying to just say that I don't know what will come of it. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, we gave you some good information at the, at the start of the hour. Uh, do your best with it. Report things, report things, let the community know. Tell everybody. I you know, James, yeah, yeah. Um, Peter man Slabby Sosa, Rip Hamilton's, Oh, they just dropped a a, a track. Uh, what, what what was it called? The Wax. I gotta go into my uh, YouTube history here because I was listening to it nonstop last night. If you like really chill um, hip hop uh, with that groovy with the groovy beat, um, you will absolutely dig these guys. Um, I'm pretty sure it's it was Slabby Sosa's YouTube account. But if you follow Peter Pac-Man, for example, um, they have all that stuff up there i um, taking a look right now. Whose account was it? It was Slabby Sosa on YouTube. And the hot new video. Uh, there's my pack, which is great. Um, I'm having trouble. Grades, grades. That's my track.
0: Perfect.
1: Excellent stuff. Uh, Donnie B. Collectibles, who I have failed to shout out up uh, to this point.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, besides being an incredibly nice guy, he is leading what I would call a revolution. In art cards, um, and he's just a—he's a really fascinating guy. Has a lot of positive messages. He was one of my first close friends I made on Instagram. I can't recommend him enough. Surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with good vibes. Good things to happen. And healthy mind, healthy body. Let's talk about healthy bodies, Brendan.
0: Love it. So we're going to talk a little bit about supplements, and I'm sure that you know once you're starting working out one of the first things that gets thrown in your face is supplements, right? Because obviously you start seeing results and then eventually people experience plateaus. Um, And we can talk a little bit about that also, but uh, supplements are good in certain circumstances and uh, they're not, they're not necessary. Um, In some cases, let's say with respect to, you may be not getting enough micronutrients into your diet or vitamins. Uh, Something like um, a multivitamin supplement is a fantastic way to get those in. Uh, With respect to another supplement, that you think we could recommend or talk about? First of all, neither of us really can fully recommend anything for you. You should be speaking to your doctors with respect to any sort of supplementation. We're just going to let you know what we take and roughly allow you to formulate your own thoughts and ideas as a result of that. So, Ajan, what's something that you think that uh, is beneficial to you, beneficial to others?
1: I believe our our history and certifications lends itself more to being closer to a nutritionist than a dietitian. Exactly. It's really a dietician that can make uh, official recommendations. But like Brendan said right there in that nice opening is that we can certainly let you know, based on our own history, our client's history, uh, what what can work. And obviously, we do a lot of reading as well. We do it so you don't have to. Um, What was the word, Brendan? Supplement? Supplement. Supplementation. Guys, this is an enhancement of something. So the question is, of what? So if you're not doing anything, what, are, what exactly are you enhancing? And this is why I find it funny when the first step people think is involved is buying stuff to put in your shelf. That's not the first step. Yeah. The first step is stuff we've, we've touched on in previous podcasts and that Brendan makes a living talking about, which is finding the motivation, finding the strength of the willpower, getting going on a routine. Once you've done that, you have something that you can enhance further, yeah. right? I talk about, if you start working out, you're gonna think about how you're eating. You're enhancing your eating schedule and plan by working out. Everything feeds off everything. So if we want to enhance what we're doing, yes, I'm happy for you. I think that you should. Uh, that, that shows me you have the motivation. It shows me you wanna make it even better. So as far as enhancements go, um, here's again, another question for you, Brendan. Uh, and I don't mean anything by this. And I know my answer yeah. is weight protein a supplement? is it a supplement is it would you call it a supplement
0: yeah it's a supplement
1: and that's fine a lot of people would yeah
0: um
1: i consider it food okay i consider the whey protein powder food the reason why it's grouped with supplements is it is something that is kind of created and isolated and and put in with a bunch of other powders but of all those powders the the protein powder is it's, it's in my mind, it's food. It's, it's, it's whey protein enhanced with some sort of flavoring. Usually you want to, you want to find a good flavoring, yeah. the simpler, the better um, you and I probably started the same way, Brendan. We, we got weight gainers that were filled with all sorts of stuff garbage therefore it was expensive. Therefore it was heavy. Um, and, and now years later, here I am, you want to find the minimalist type of proteins because yeah. you can control how you're, you're, uh, you're portioning things. So a very basic whey protein is generally around 120 calories, zero grams of fat and carbs, 30 grams of protein. Is that something that's, that's something everyone wants. Yeah. What an easy way to add protein to your diet without overcomplicating things. So to me, that's food. So if you you, you do ask me, what is the number one supplement? I would say whey protein, but only because people see that, that. What's that? I
0: was going to say that too.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to put that aside because it's food. And you can certainly kind of add to that. But when it comes to, actual what people would think would be supplementation. I'm a big proponent of recovery and enhancement of the work that you do and enhancement of your metabolism. So therefore, L-glutamine is essential for recovery. And again, you may find products that combine things, whey protein that has glutamine, but you'll often find they're not therapeutic doses. So if if I can go out and buy a plain glutamine product, uh, whether it's MuscleTech or any of the big companies, uh, I can now control how much of that I take in and that is primarily a recovery amino acid. It works. Um, I'm a bigger fan of it than branch chain aminos. It's been shown in studies. you got to take in a lot of branch chain aminos. You need to be an NFL player holding a jug of it to get the result that you want. Yeah. so and they're expensive. So guys, we don't have we don't all have all the money in the world. we're buying prism
0: boxes to drink uh like a sugary drink man Have those and it's, and- yeah it's delicious
1: right my glutamine's gross it's yeah. plain but guess what i put it in my protein shake which no. is a chocolate protein powder yeah. bingo it's a bingo and uh and i and then the other one brendan i'm, I'm as you know i've been a big proponent of since probably 1998 l carnitine uh i encourage you to read about it our viewers um there's it's just it's it's a wonder amino and uh, again that enhances your metabolism enhances your ability to uptake lean uh, to create lean muscle and, and and maintain it so in my mind those are the most important things and those are the things that i go with uh vitamin d uh zinc again these just enhance your overall health we should all be thinking about that in this times of covid uh what can you add for us
0: brenda you jumped on my vitamin D you don't yeah. <laughs> Well, Everyone should it. be taking D because right um, now. I, yeah, no. So what I was actually, yeah, I just this morning, I recorded a, a video and that I will be sharing on my alternative uh, coach go account on Instagram about Coachco. the three ways to overcome uh, COVID winter, because I feel like winter in general is going to be quite challenging but this winter, especially, is going to be very, very challenging. Okay. It's going to be challenging because obviously it's going to be colder, it's going to be darker, and you're not going to be able to leave the house. A lot of people's safe havens were gyms, were work, all of that is gone. All right. So you need to take control of your situation. And you can't control the sun. So you're not going to be able to control how much vitamin D you intake unless you find a way to supplement on a regular basis. It's been shown several studies that people who are not deficient in vitamin D have a less likelihood of not only getting COVID-19, but being seriously affected by it. And that's just not, not just about COVID. It's about literally every single disease and virus.
1: 80% was the number 80% of those badly affected were deficient in vitamin D.
0: Yeah. And vitamin D literally just helps keep your body sane. It keeps your body normal. It, 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 if you ever, if you, if you think about the stereotypical sickly looking person, they are see-through pale, right? And I'm not disrespecting anybody who is is pale, but that has a naturally pale. (laughs) Exactly. I'm pale, (laughs) but it it has to do with pigmentation and and vitamin D and how your body intakes vitamin T from the sun. Okay. So it um, it, it's no surprise that there's vitamin D coming out uh, it is essentially something that we can do. It's something that we can do. Be proactive, people. Rather than being reactive, be proactive when it comes to dealing with circumstances. Love it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the thing that gets me about the whole COVID situation. We don't talk enough about why it is that North America was so badly affected. We're, we're in bad shape. And uh, here, we, here we are, you know, in a situation where we can't even work on our overall health by getting into gyms. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got to do what we can do. Listen, the clients, Brendan and I work with, we see them on video. They have great plans. They've been seeing us throughout the lockdown. They're in great shape. They feel great mentally. They feel healthy. They're going to continue feeling healthy throughout the winter because they have a plan. Uh, and, uh, it's so important and uh, vitamin D, you can get the spray, you can get the pills everyone needs it. I, I recommend very large doses, read about it, Google it. Uh, you'll read studies about people that compare their blood levels of the, of the vitamin D, their serum levels before and after. It takes a lot. Um, counterbalance with vitamin K. That's an important one as well. So Google vitamin D, vitamin K to understand that connection and the way that it balances, uh, particularly for older people. It, it can ca- cause calcification in the arteries if you're just doing a lot of D and not counterbalancing. Um, but it, it is an important one. I'm glad you're doing a video on it. It's very important.
0: Try it, man. Um, I just want to yeah, help we, as many people as possible. We just want to help as many people as possible.
1: That's right. And, and that's what we're here for. Again, you can always hit us up in the direct messages. Uh, we are happy to, uh, to correspond with people when it comes to that sort of thing.
0: You can leave a comment um, in this very video. You know that? You can literally leave a comment. We will respond to you. If you can scroll through my videos, unless you're a random bot asking me to join your OnlyFans uh yeah. i respond to your videos i respond to your the comments i
1: ask you to join their only fans or their break that's coming up i'm, I'm happy to report i've not yet approached a stranger about this my break maybe i should spot. be but the i'm pretty proud that TV i have it so far.
0: up and like I, I gotta figure out how to get rid of like the um the notification from instagram where it says like so and so is live now i'm like i'm done i'm finished i know there's
1: someone who's live every three minutes and you i'm just like
0: my phone is just how do you hard. have this extra spare time I wonder how my phone dies. And that's exactly how.
1: That's exactly it. Well, Brendan, I've got
0: clients coming up. I don't know
1: if you do, but uh, I'm glad we got to do this. I got meal prep coming. It's good enough. There you go, folks. Yeah. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Uh, beware the scammers and let the community know when something pops up Let's and remain vigilant. For real.
0: And Coach Coachco out. Cartel is saying peace. Take care.